Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess and I am an international dressage rider and coach and this podcast is all about training your horse in a simple and uncomplicated way. We talk about how to train your horse in dressage, how to introduce new movements, how to improve your horse's way of going and how to deal with the problems we all come across along the way with training our horses. I talk you through different exercises that work and explain how they work and most importantly, why they work. We also delve into mindset and looking after our dressage horses too. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about reflecting on 2020 and setting our goals for 2021, how to set them and also how to make sure we actually see them through. Now, this is going to be a really practical podcast, so I want you to go and grab a piece of paper or a notebook and get ready to reflect and prepare for what's to come this year. If you enjoy this podcast, then please do share it and tag me in it so I can see what you think of them too. On both Instagram and Facebook, it's Jessica Gale Dressage. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to leave a review. So, Happy New Year, everyone and welcome back to the first podcast of 2021. Now, I'm going to put it out there straight away. I don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't know about you, but I am that person that makes all these massive world resolutions and then I completely forget about them by about the 3rd or 4th of January. I've then completely lost my motivation and then I just don't carry it on. So really, it's just a pretty pointless exercise. Instead, what I love to do, though, is goal set. And there's a really easy way to make sure that your goals will motivate you and give you direction and focus in your training. And we all know the more efficient our training is, the closer we will get to reaching those goals. So before we even think about our goals for 2021, let's look back and reflect on 2020. It's very easy to just go, this year was rubbish. And for some people, there were some really truly awful moments in this year 
but I think there were also some really amazing ones too. Yes, we weren't allowed to compete, but some of you may have made some massive leaps in your training that you wouldn't have been able to do if you'd been focusing on competing. For some of you, lockdown may have actually given you more time with your horse, which is obviously a massive positive. Some of you, though, may not have been allowed to ride sometimes, but then what did you do instead? Did you get to focus on other things or spend more time with your family or have some time to actually reflect on your life and maybe you made some really big decisions about that? My point is that there are positives we can take from this year and I don't want everyone to just write 2020 off as a rubbish year just because there were rubbish parts of it. So the first thing I think that would be really great to do is to write down two or three things that were positive that you can take from 2020. They could be personal, they could be to do with your training, they could be competition-wise if you were able to get out. Now, if you're driving or riding or mucking out or aren't able to write stuff down, then you can still have a think about this and then you can come back to it and write it all down later. But I want you to write down your three positives from this year. So for me, my top three um, was firstly this podcast. I've absolutely loved doing this podcast and it honestly makes my day every time I get a message from one of you saying how much you enjoyed an episode or how much it helped you in your training. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that takes the time to listen to this. It literally makes my day. And also during then the second lockdown, I launched the six week programme to improve your horse's way of going and paces. And I know that this programme was so helpful for those of you that weren't able to get to your trainers or who just needed a bit more direction in your training. The second thing that was really positive from this year for me is that during the first lockdown, I obviously wasn't able to teach. So I had to adapt and pre-warning to everyone adapting is definitely not something that I'm good at it's definitely not one of my strengths but I did it and I now do a lot of virtual training where my riders basically get someone to video them live so I can watch and then the rider has headphones in so I can talk to them as if it was a usual lesson and it's meant that I can massively branch out with the areas that I teach and I now coach riders in Europe as well as Australia, USA, Canada, which is crazy if you think about it. And the last positive I've taken from 2020 is a little bit more personal. Um, for those of you who followed my journey for a while, you will know that over the last few years, I've been combining teaching full time in a secondary school and then riding and teaching on evenings and weekends. I was drained. I was exhausted. I was damn tired. Um, but lockdown actually made me stop and reflect on what I actually wanted to do with my life. And shock horror. I don't want to be tired and exhausted all the time. And I took the plunge and I'm now full time a question again, coaching all my riders, which is amazing and so exciting, if a tiny little bit scary to be self-employed. But there are my three positives from 2020 and I'd love to know what yours are so when you finished writing yours down take a photo send them to me I would absolutely love to read them but let's move on then to setting goals now when we set goals it's very easy to get muddled between a goal and a wish like 
when we make New Year's resolutions about being more healthy or spending less time on our phones, we say that is our resolution, but we never actually put anything in place to achieve it. So the first thing I love to do when I start writing out my goals is to write down my wish. It might be your dream to get to elementary or to go affiliated or to train a horse to Grand Prix or to be on an Olympic team. I don't care if it's unrealistic to you, if you think it might not happen, if you don't feel like you have everything in place yet for it to actually happen, if you think it could take you years or even decades, I don't care. Your wish is your motivation. If you don't know why you do it, then you can't have that constant stream of motivation for those early mornings, long training sessions, dark evenings that we all know us questions have to go through. So I've been doing this with some of my riders and I thought I'd give you a couple of examples of what they came up with. So one said, I want to be an Olympic athlete. One said, I want to show jump to 120. Honestly, don't understand why people want to do that. That sounds terrifying. But one said, I wish to ride in tails. And one said, I wish to do pony trials. So that's the kind of thing that we're looking for. So write down your wish, make it as big and bold and huge an idea as possible. Then we can move on to your goals for the year. Now, when we do our yearly goals, we have to separate them into short term, medium term and long term. The reason we do this is because it's very easy to come up with a long term goal where we want to be basically by the end of next year. The more difficult part is working out how to get there. And that is what our medium and short term goals are for. So first things first, let's look at our big long term goal. Where do you see yourself in a year's time? Now, it's a little bit difficult where you place this. So Bill Gates said that people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Now, you can either believe in this or completely disagree with it, but it is very difficult to find the balance between being realistic and setting the bar too low. Now, the best thing to do is probably to discuss this with someone like your trainer or your parents or a friend so that you can really get an idea of a realistic goal for the end of this year. It might be that you want to go up a level or two or you want to improve your scores by a certain percentage or you want to qualify for a championship. But remember, you have a whole year to achieve this. Notice that each of my examples are really specific. They're really easy to know when you've achieved it and when you haven't yet. When I first did this with some of my riders, a lot of people said things like to have a happy horse and just keep progressing as far as I can. This is lovely, but you won't know when you've achieved this. Keep progressing as far as I can. That's an unachievable goal. You can't get that. So try to make it as specific as possible so you can know when you've actually done it and you can pat yourself on the back when you've done it. So write down your long-term goal for this year and I just want it to be run one thing and then we're going to look at how we're going to actually achieve it. So the point of the medium-term goals is almost like the stepping stones to reach your big goal. So take a look at your long-term goal and look at what you need to do and what steps you need to take to achieve it. If there are certain timeframes for this, like qualification dates or a competition date for regionals or something, write these down. So let me give you some examples again. If, let's say, your big goal is to get to a championship, 
then your medium term goals would be things like improving your test riding, improving specific areas that you think might need work, gaining qualifying scores, going to regionals and then preparing for the championships itself. If your goal is to go up a level, then your medium term goals would be things like to make sure you're established at the level below, teach your horse the movements for the next level up, establish yourself at that level, do some test riding sessions and run through the tests and then go out and actually compete. Writing out your medium term goals are a great way of assessing how right your long term goal is for you. If you're looking at your medium goal thinking, I've already done most of this, then perhaps your long-term goal isn't big enough. If you're on the other end of the scale and you're thinking, there's no way in hell you can get your medium goals done, then maybe ask someone else's opinion. Don't automatically assume it's not possible though. So the last one then is our short-term goals. Think of these as like our weekly or monthly aims for your training to get to your next medium goal. Now, it's up to you whether you'd prefer to break it down into monthly or weekly aims. But I love these because they create a focus for your training. They give you a direction so you don't just end up riding round aimlessly. You can do these as you go along. So I personally tend to write my short term aims leading up to medium goal one. And then after I've done my medium goal one, I'll then write out my short term aims to get me to medium goal two. This means then that I can adapt these as I go along. So if I go to a competition and a judge picks up on something that I really need to address in my training, I can then adapt my goals to suit that. So the last thing I want you to do then is to write down your short-term aims. Now it's up to you whether you want to write down your whole year's worth or just your aims to get you to your first medium-term goal. It's also up to you whether you prefer to break it down into monthly or weekly. Remember, though, that this goal setting is for you to help you in your training and your progression. No one needs to see it if you don't want them to. Or if you want to, you can post it on social media or show it to your trainer if you want that accountability and that support. Actually, now that I say that, it's actually probably a really good idea to show your trainer anyway or at least have a discussion about your goals because then the trainer is going to have a really great idea of where you want to be so they know and can direct your training to suit you and where you want to go. Also, never be afraid to change your goals up. You might find your training is quicker or slower than you expected, and so do spend time every now and then just coming back to your goals and checking in to see how you're doing. Now, I've had a few messages from people asking to bring back the questions that we do at the end of the podcast. So I asked some of my Instagram followers and I picked out two that I think would be really helpful for you guys to hear. So the first one is from Gracie and it says, when I set goals, I feel really pressured to achieve them and then feel guilty if I don't because I've let my horse down. So I used to be like this a lot. And the thing that changed my mentality was to think of the goals more as motivation rather than goalposts that I actually need to get through. The goals are there to give your training a direction and you motivation. Even if you get to the end of the year and you've only achieved your first short-term goal or your first medium goal, this is a massive achievement because you're one step closer to achieving that goal. 
Obviously, we can't see what next year will bring. And if you come across major setbacks, then you can just alter your goals. Remember, you don't have to show anyone your goals. You can just keep them to yourself. And this might help with that taking the pressure off. Also remember that your horse generally couldn't care less if they get 74% or 54%. If your horse is happy and you're enjoying riding them, then that's a major win in my opinion. So the second one is from Alice and she's asked, when I'm riding, well sorry, when I'm writing my goals out, should I assume that we're not allowed to compete because of COVID or should I assume that things will be able to go back to normal? So Alice is actually one of my riders. Um, But I think her question is something that we're all actually thinking about and we're all kind of worrying a bit about. So I think the best way to go about it is not to pretend like COVID isn't happening. Unfortunately, it could be the case that competitions are cancelled for quite a while or it could be that they come back on quite quickly. But that doesn't mean that you can't train and it doesn't mean that you can't test ride either. Most of our goals will involve training to begin with and then competing. So the training side shouldn't be too impacted by COVID. And then competing wise, there is still some amazing online competitions that you can do to test ride, run through your tests and get them marked by affiliated judges. Exactly the same as you would at a show. You'll be able to get scores and use those comments and marks to find out what areas you still need to work on. So my answer really is don't change your goals for COVID, but Be prepared to alter your goals or maybe change how you imagine the goal being achieved. So it might be that you achieve your goal at a virtual competition instead of an actual one, but you've still achieved that goal. I hope that makes sense. So anyway, there you have it, guys. One wish, one long term big goal, medium term goals that you need to do to achieve your big goal and then short term training aims to get you to your medium term goal. If you're at all confused or not sure how to structure your goals or how to write them out, or if you have any questions, then just pop me a message and I can send you the template that I use for my riders to help them work out their goals. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And like I said before, please do send me photos of your goals. I would love to see what kind of things you're all aiming for and what you're hoping to achieve this year. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do share it and tag me in it. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to leave a review on both Instagram and Facebook. It's Jessica Gale Dressage. And what we're going to do for the next mindset one, which will hopefully be out the first Friday of the month, we're going to look at how to kind of keep your motivation with the goals and how to adjust your goals if you need to. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.